just share a little something with you today. Let me just share a little something with you today. You see, you see, so many times, so many times, we seek things from God, and we don't know how to get them. See, we, we don't know the formula, formula. We don't know the connection, but the word gives us the conditions. See, when you read the word, you'll find that the blessings of God does come with conditions. And when we meet those conditions, God fulfills the blessing. I don't know if you have you, have you read that before. See, there are things in there that once we do it, I call it principle. And then once we get under those principles, those things are going to happen and nobody can stop them from happening. See, God has already has gotten a blessing wait for you, but there are certain things that God wants you to do to receive those blessings. And one of those things that I believe that God is waiting for us to do is to have the willingness to get outside of what I call the me. The, the M-E. You know what I'm talking about. Those certain things that, that you just like to do or want to do or just have to do. And see, God wants us to give up those me things so that he can come in and bless you and, 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 and give you what you're looking for. In other words, you have learned how to get out of the way. Huh, yes. Yes, you got to learn how to get out of the way. See, God's trying to work in your life today, but you are in the way of God working and doing something for you in your life. Yes, 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 yes. See, sometimes we are, we are calling on God and we're asking God for something and then we're wondering why God hasn't given us to us. And God is saying, hey, hey, you're blocking me. You're blocking me. You, you put up a wall in front of me. You put a wall around yourself. You put up a wall beside yourself. And I can't get in to do what it is you want me to do because you won't get out of the way so I can do what I need to do. See, that's what free will is all about. It doesn't matter how much God wants to do what God wants to do in your life. God will not take away your free will. See, God ain't no Indian giver. And God gave us free will from the beginning of time. And even when he wants to make changes in our life, he won't do that. Because sometimes he will have to take away your free will. And God won't do that. See, he can do all kind of things, but he won't take your free will. Because he wants you to make the choice. That's yes, 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 understand. He wants you to make the choice. So even when it comes down to something that you think you want, when it comes down to a blessing that you think you need, you sometimes we get in the way of God doing what God want to do. So we got to have that willingness to step outside. See, step outside of. See, again, step outside of that me. And understand and understand that what we do, we have to do what it is that God wants us to do. Sometimes that may be a little difficult to do that. It may be hard to do that. But we got to understand, we got to figure out when we're doing something, is it me or is it God? Somebody say, is it me or is it God? See, you got to make sure that it is God.
the reason you're doing something, make sure it is God doing what God will have you to do, not what you would like to do. See, I know sometimes we do something and it feels like that's what we should be doing. But have you asked God? Did you say, God, is this really what you want me to do? Is this really how you want me to act? Let, let's go to 2 Corinthians. Come on, come on, follow me if you would. Follow me if you would. We're going to the book of 2 Corinthians, and we're going to be in chapter 1. And we're going to do chapter 1. First of all, we're going to do verse 1, A and B, part A and part B. Verse 1, and we're going to do, we're going to do verse 1, part and B. And then we're going to go down to stay in chapter 1, and we're going to do verses 2 and 3. Y'all with me? We're going to skip. We're going to do, excuse me, verses 3 and 4. We're going to skip 2. Okay, 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 okay. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go down to 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 1. You got that? 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 1. And it be reads away. It says, Greeting from Paul. I, I don't know if you know anything about Paul, but Paul's name was Saul. And Saul was persecuting the saints. See, Saul, when he was Saul, he had a, he was on a commission. He had the authority. He had the power from the king to persecute anybody that he could get his hands on who was talking about this man called Jesus Christ. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, they thought they, at that time they were just used to talk about God. But see, Jesus Christ, it was Jesus Christ's season. So now we had these new Christians, and they were walking around talking about Jesus this, Jesus that, Jesus this. Do you believe in that person called Jesus? Jesus is the Messiah. Jesus got all power in your hand. But see, the Romans and the Sadducees and the Pharisees, you know, all of those people who was talking about, they shouldn't be talking about Jesus Christ. They should be talking about God. So so Saul, who later became Paul, was putting them in jail, was beating them. So he thought he was doing what was right. Yeah, sometimes we find ourselves that way. We find ourselves that way. Our ministry might be right. Well, I'm going to minister the way I want to minister. I'm going to preach the way I want to preach. I'm going to sing the way I want to sing. I'm going to operate the way I want to operate. But we got to, no matter what, we got to make sure we're doing it in God. Uh, yes, yes, yes. See, see, preachers can get all excited and preach a whole bunch of things, but you need to make sure that the preaching comes from God. So, so Saul was doing what he thought he was doing right till he met Jesus on the road. How many have met Jesus on the road? Ah, yes, hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> He met Jesus on the road, and he said, see, this is what I love about Paul, though. After he became, he was left from Saul. This is what I like about him. He says, he said, greeting from Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ. See, now, now he's an apostle of Jesus Christ. Okay, he's no longer Saul. He's an apostle of Jesus Christ. He says, I am an apostle because that is what God wanted. Now I wasn't an apostle because I felt like being one. 
I want, I'm not an apostle because somebody made me an apostle. I'm not an apostle because somebody told me I could preach good. I'm not an apostle because somebody told me I sound good. I'm not an apostle because somebody said, you look good behind the, the pulpit. Paul says, I am an apostle. It doesn't matter if I want to be one or not, if I like it or not, if it's something I felt I should be doing. He said, I am an apostle because that is what Jesus Christ wanted for me. How many are you doing what Jesus Christ wants for you to do? Yes, 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 yes. He said it doesn't matter how famous I might be or how famous I was. He said I am who I am now. That's because that is what my Lord Jesus Christ wanted. That's why I do what I do. Not because it makes me feel good. Not because it feels good. Not because I feel I can do it. I'm doing it because that's what Jesus Christ wanted. So he says, I am apostle because that is what Jesus Christ wanted from me. Yes, 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 yes. He said, he said that. He said that's why I do it. That's what I do it. That's what I do it. He said that. No, that that's God. 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 God wanted me to. He wanted me to do something. He wanted me to go somewhere. He wanted me to be this particular person. Or oh, even though I was operating by the king, even though the king knew my name when I was Saul, even though I had authority, even though I had power. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now, Pastor. Right now. I might be on the run. He said, right now, they might be trying to kill me. He said, right now, they might think that I betrayed them because I'm no longer doing what I was doing. He said, but that doesn't matter anymore. He said, right now, I'm on the winning team. How many know you're on the winning team when you're with Jesus Christ? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Three says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He is the Father who is full of mercy, the God of all comfort. See, see, we don't have to try to go out there and look for things to make us comfortable. We don't have to do certain things to make us comfortable. God is the God of all comfort. All our comfort should come from him. All our mercy comes from him. Everything we do comes from him. Everything we have come from him. Who we are, who we are come from him. Look, look, look. Who we are right now, even in our problems, God still loves you. Oh, yes, he does. He loves you right where you are. Ha, 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 yes, yes, yes. You see, see, with God, God, with God, he didn't say God so loved the world after you did something. See, when God said God so loved the world, we were in sin. Yes. When he said God so loved the world, we was lost. But it didn't matter where we were at. He loved us, and he still do love us for who we are, but well, we need to just make sure that no matter what condition we are, we give it all to God. God not asking us to clean up nothing first, because if we could, we would, but we can't. God is telling us to come to him 
and give ourselves to him with all of the wrinkles. <laughs> yes, all of them. And he'll fix them up. He'll fix them up. And he said that God is the God of comfort. Verse 4 said, and I'm, I'm coming in, verse 4 said, he comforts us every time we have problems. How many know that God, when we have problems, God is there? Does anybody in here know that? That whenever we have problems, when we have problems, God is there. So Paul says he comforts us every time we have problems so that when others have problems, we can comfort them with the same comfort that God comforted us with. So you can't do that in yourself. When you're too busy trying to seek for what it is you think you need, that you already have because God's already given it to you. Because if God called you to do something, he's already given you everything you need to do it. Understand that. Understand and accept that. Even though you might feel that you're not worthy, God won't pick, wouldn't pick you if you wasn't worthy. Just because you feel like you need something more, God is saying, why you're seeking? For that something more, make sure you're seeking for me. Hallelujah. See, sometimes we're out there trying to find, 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 find. And while we're trying to find, 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 we are blocking God from doing, doing, doing. But this is what he wants us to know. He has called, he has called you to do something he asked you to do something, this is what God wants you to know by the voice of Paul. This is what God wants you to know. He wants you to know that he has already given you the comfort that you need. He said he comforts us every time we have problems. When you have problems, trouble, when you have trouble, he says he comforts us. But he this not for us. Get this, get this, get this, get this, get this, get this, get this. This is very important to get. Get this, get this. It says that he comforts us and it's not for us. It's when others have trouble, we can comfort them with the same comfort that God gave us. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. See, the blessing he gives you is the blessing you're supposed to give. The peace that he gives you is the peace you're supposed to give. The joy that he gives you is the joy that you're supposed to give. The happiness that he gives you is the happiness that you're supposed to give. The gift that he gives you is the gift you're supposed to give. The talent he gives you is the talent you're supposed to give. God gives it to us that we might then give it to others. Ah, yes. Yes, yes, yes. The comfort that he comforts us with, don't just hog it to yourself. I know sometimes we don't feel like we got enough. I know sometimes there's so much stuff going on in our life that we don't feel like we got enough joy to carry us. We feel like we don't have enough peace 
to carry us. We don't feel like we have enough happiness to carry us. But let me tell you right now, let me tell you right now, God won't let you run out. <laughs> don't be afraid to comfort somebody, even you when you don't feel comfortable. Don't be afraid to share that little bit of joy that you think that's all you got. Tell you right now, we tell you right now, even if God keeps you at a half a tank full, when you get below that, He'll drive you right on into the gas station. Drive you right on into the gas station. Drive you right on into the gas station. He'll drive you right on into the gas station. Ah, yes. When the jaw seems like it's getting a little low, He'll drive you right on into the gas station. When the happiness seems like it's getting down, he'll drive you right in to the gas station. Hallelujah. Amen. We just got to take.